This is Our Common Ground with Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. was stolen. We went from an intelligent friend to a dumb dictocrat, a rich Republican who has never held a job in his life, is against affirmative action, against education, I guess he is, <laughs> against health care, against benefits for his own military, and gives tax breaks to the wealthiest contributors to his campaign. Governments when it came to treating the citizens of African descent fairly, America failed. She put them in chains. The government put them on slave quarters, put them on auction blocks, put them in cotton fields, put them in inferior schools, put them in substandard housing, put them in scientific experiments, put them in the lowest paying jobs, put them outside the equal protection of the law, kept them out of their racist bastions of higher education and lock them into positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God bless America? No, no, no. Not God bless America. God damn America for killing innocent people. God damn America for treating our citizens as less than human. God damn America as long as she tries to act like she is God and she is supreme. The United States government has failed the vast majority of her citizens of African descent. America's chickens coming home. Our Common Ground with Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. be listening for you. Talk, talk, that matters. And now, Janice Graham. And good evening to all of you here who have joined us right here at Our Common Ground. This is the sanctuary for black truth. 
and we're glad to have you with us. For those of you who seem to be lost on the highway, didn't know what exit to take, it's blogtalkradio.com backslash OCG, or it is 347-838-9852, where you can listen on your smart device. We're, we're really happy to uh, be able to have you with us at any time, but especially tonight, because tonight is the final episode of In Contano Wednesday Night Open Mic, because we have some things that are going on at TruthWorks Network. First, let me... Um, bring you in, um, and I know that many of you are trying to watch the Democratic National Convention and trying to listen to me all at the same time, but remember, you can always see what you miss on demand. Um, So um, I know that some of you are anxious to hear what Kamala Harris has to say. Um, you know, I worked with, well, I had, let me let me just say this. I had two occasions to engage with Kamala Harris back in, well, it was a long time ago when she was the state attorney general in California um, on the issue of predatory lending. And uh, I was the go-to person at the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development to get uh, background information for her as she was fighting the financial institutions who had violated law, spirit, and people uh, in regard to uh, predatory loans and mortgages. And um, I thought she was a pretty fierce person. Um, I found her, um, well, my introduction to her was through the office of Senator uh, Ted Kennedy. Uh, I was the point person for his office uh, at HUD at the time, and they were looking for people who had done work around predatory lending, and you may remember that uh, sometime back we had the people who were responsible for, um, the people who were responsible for bringing the suit against Wells Fargo, and I had been involved in that and providing information government statistical analysis around those issues. And that is how I engaged. I mean, um, I talked to her office many times, but I actually talked to her uh, twice. Tonight at um, Our Common Ground Wednesday Night Open Mic, our final episode, uh, we will probably find another time to do this. We have not decided to do it. And by the way, thanks to all of you who welcomed me or who sent me notices to tell me that I was allowed to take myself off suspension. And um, 
I can't promise, and I said this to some people, I can't promise that I'm going to behave because as Dr. James Taylor told us on Saturday night as he guest hosts my show, Our Coming Ground with Janice Graham, um, that I can't promise uh, that I will behave. I can promise that I'll try to uh, honor some principles and policies that we have at our common ground. Many of you will remember some years back uh, our host at Commentaries on the Time on TruthWorks Network, uh, Playthel Benjamin, uh, really scorched a caller. And I wasn't very pleased as the um, executive producer of that show and an executive uh, executive uh, whatever of TruthWorks Network, and I suspended Playfell. Uh, and poor uh, Dr. Basil Wilson was in the middle of it because he was a co-host on Commentaries on the Time. But anyway, so I felt that I, I needed to do that. I needed to hold myself to the same policies that I hold my hosts. And coming into tonight, we're going to talk a little bit and take your calls on the Democratic National Convention, all of the swaying and waving and all of that stuff. I have only been to two Democratic conventions. Um, I can't remember the year of the last one, but it was in Boston and there every everywhere that there is a democratic convention there is a panel of specialists and experts on hand topic specific experts and when uh former president barack obama was a senator and he took the democratic party by storm by being a keynote speaker, I was on the government panel for that particular convention. I also had to be um, uh, one for on the panel for the Republican convention of that year. So, you know, we ain't talking about partisan politics. We're talking about having government people there to provide factual research information around specific topics in some of the caucuses. This particular Democratic National Convention that, that has been happening over the last three nights, uh, I'm not sure how they're handling it. I'm not in government anymore, so I don't know. But tonight at our Common Ground, in addition to taking your calls, we're also going to talk about the upcoming new season for the Alpha Show. Alpha, the Alpha Show is returning to TruthWorks Network, and Alpha is going to be joining me as my co-host tonight. But you know, Alpha does his Chicago thing. Alpha does his whatever thing all the time. It's always the Alpha thing. So. Um, he hasn't come in yet, but he's going to be joining me as the co-host. And one of the things we're going to be doing is trying to help you um, familiarize yourself, if you haven't, around what that broadcast is all about. And I bought some cook some goodies with me uh, to help you do that. 
um, Alpha, the, the new season of the Alpha Show, for those of you who are new to us, is not on this channel. It is on our associate network, TruthWorks Network, which is right here at Blog Talk Radio. You wouldn't do anything different, but the address is different. It's not the same address, but if you come on Blog Talk Radio and you type in the Alpha Show, it will take you right to TruthWorks Network, and the Alpha Show broadcasts from TruthWorks Network, which is um, a special network that um, I put together in 2010 or 2012 or something like that, and Alpha can tell me when it was, but it was especially designed to have different hosts from a lot of different perspectives. For instance, we had the Working While Black radio show, which was about uh, employment and, uh, and employment discrimination and providing um, con- consultation around work problems because of, of race. Um, and we had uh, on TruthWorks Network um, the Lion's Den, and uh, that was uh, more of the youth and politics, youth and youth culture in politics, um, kind of like. And <laughs> I know Alpha's laughing. And um, we also had Black Women in the Prism, The Fury and the Fire. And it was about black women. Um, and we had a, a lot of aspirations for TruthWorks Network. And uh, uh, Elvin Dowell had his show on TruthWorks Network for about a year. But people don't realize that it takes a lot of work to develop and implement a talk radio show. you got to show up. Commentaries on the Times with Plathel Benjamin and Dr. Basil Wilson uh, was one of our shows. So we're trying to gonna like beef this up uh, with TruthWorks Network. And here at the station, for instance, I am going. I like to announce that in September, every hour common ground with Janice Graham will be looking at reparations. Uh, You've probably heard me talk for years and years about the reparations movement, and uh, we're going to have guests who have been working on reparations. If you were with us uh, last month when um, Dr. Ron Daniels was with us, we talked about the Black Institute of the 21st Century and their organization that specifically focuses on the reparations movement and the support of H.R. 40, and you'll hear a lot of that talk. Um, So then you're calling the wrong number. 
The number is 347-838-9852. And every, it's been available for everybody else. Alpha always has an excuse. I can't wait for him, for you to get, to be able to badger him on his own show. Because, you know, he comes into our chat room. And, by the way, there are seats available in our chat room if you come to Blog Talk Radio dot com backslash ocg and if you look down further on the page you will see where you have to click in order to come into the chat room a lot of people are complaining that they can't get into the chat room you have to go further down on the page once you get into the episode page so here's how it works you come to blogtalkradio.com backslash OCG. Then you find the, the program that is live, the episode that is live. You click that, it takes you to the episode page. On the episode page, further down, there is a part that says enter the chat room or whatever it says in uh, I have to. I can't look right now to tell you what it. But there's a link that will bring you into the chat room if you are registered with Blog Talk Radio. We have been talking back and forth with Blog Talk Radio because we've been here a long time, uh, consistently. Uh, we've never met. We've never missed a payment. <laughs> so. One of the things that we're going to be doing at Our Common Ground is uh, a series of, of forums on reparations. The other is I was so intrigued by some of the history that, can you imagine having that much history in your brain that Dr. James Taylor brought to us on Saturday that I have decided that I want to do uh, a series of of a learning forums on our common ground. One of them has to do with black intersectionality, um, both gender and culture. The other is to do a series of lectures on history with Dr. James um, uh, Taylor because he was bringing some wonderful history notes. I mean, he knows how to cut, connect the dots. Um, uh, with Dr. James Taylor and Renoko Rashidi, who is a historian and African, um, African-American historian, who I've done a lot of work with. I've had the pleasure of meeting with him and spending time with him and setting up his tours. He goes into major museums all over the country, and he goes through the African and African-American art sections of the tours. And, of course, um, I insisted that he come to the Boston Museum of Fine Arts, and he does that every year. And he takes groups of black people through the through the museum, and he does this in in many cities throughout the country, um, and talks about the history of the art. I mean, he he he's a phenomenal 
Um, I've had friends in other countries to meet up with him when he's visiting there. I think he goes to Africa every other month or something. He goes somewhere every other month. So uh, we want to do that. The other is we are looking to bring in um, a host for TruthWorks Network that has a specific set of skills to deal with employment discrimination, uh, having to do with race, having to do with how you use local federally funded organizations to resolve issues, and having to do with fair housing. So um, now that I've had my two years away from the federal government, I am no longer under a non-disclosure agreement, so I can do the parts about the housing, but I would prefer to have a host at TruthWorks Network. So thank you for being with us tonight, and I am so glad to have my brother, Alpho, to come on and talk to us about the new season. It's going to be a new season, and before he comes on, I want to just do this for him. We have lived as if in a trance. We have lived as people in fear. And now, our rights and our freedoms in peril, we slowly awaken to learn that we have been afraid of the wrong space. At other times of exaggerated crisis and melodramatic fear-mongering, a government more dangerous to our liberty than is the enemy it claims to protect us from. We have been here before, and we have been here before, led here... You can win against the politics of no and no idea. You can win against obstruction. Yes, you can. You're listening to Truth Words Network, the Alpha Show. And what about this one? Wizard of Oz is 70 years old. Today, if Dorothy were to encounter men with no brains, no heart, and no balls, she wouldn't be in Oz. She'd be in Congress. Ha, 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 ha. Just damn. And here's Alpo. 
remember that well, stuff? Good evening. good evening, Janice. Let me put it like this. That is more apropos to our environment today than it was back then. It's, it's even more profound now because we I are. I was thinking the same thing. Right for our democracy. We are, we are, either it's do or die. It's do or die now. He will cheat. He will try to steal. I don't think there is uh, a bottom rung to the ladder in which we are allowed to go. We need to be able to hit him below the belt, on the belt. We need to be able to kick him below the belt, on the belt. Either way it goes, we got to win this or we're done. We're done. Right now, they are dismantling the post office for privatization. This isn't just about depressing, suppressing the vote. This is also about killing the post office once and for all. How is it that you put sorters out of commission and then you trash them before anybody can say anything, before anybody can open their mouth. It is my understanding that there is a board of governors of 10, and the majority of them are Trump appointees. He was supposed to uh, consult with them and get their okay to do what he has done. He did neither. And that's what the lawsuits are in over 24 states throughout the country. This is about him and his cronies. This is a man who gave over a million dollars to the Trump campaign, to the Trump whatever. And he's being rewarded with... Uh, well, wait, 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 Elfo, you forgot. It, you know, you don't always drop the information line, but you you just dropped the information line because Louis DeJoy has $75 million in invested assets with UPS, XPLO, and Jay Harris. They are all competitors of the U.S. Post Office. And now he's got stock options. And I don't know if a lot of your listeners understand stock options. I don't understand them fully. All I know is he can pick and choose a stock that he wants when it gets to the lowest of lows. And he can acquire that stock and make millions in profit. But to to your point in bringing up, and first of all, you were supposed to say hello to my audience. You know, just shout out to the people. We ain't got time for that. You ain't got no time. You're right. You're right. right. I am rude. If if nothing else, I'm rude. And um, all of the, I will never be invited to the Queen's Castle and none of that. And those uh, dudes with the long, tall black hats and the march, I, I don't go for pomp and circumstance. Okay, okay. But, you know, on the Alpha show in the new season, you can be as ill-mannered as you want. But I one of the things, 
okay, okay, we ain't going to argue about it tonight. But one of the things that occurred to me as your executive producer is that you, the clips that I pulled, are as relevant today, just what you just mentioned, as they were at the time. And some of these clips were doing the Bush administration. Some of them were doing the Obama administration. Um, And it was just your style. Because one of the things that I think, Alpha, um, to the, to the, quality feature of your show is that on the Alpha show you have no more than five themes and you you tell your five themes and I will tell you if they're the same five themes I'm thinking about but before you do that Wait a minute, before you do that, this was one of your famous clips. I want people to understand what's coming to you. You've made your point, have I? I hope so. Such a waste of time. He chose money over power. In this town, a mistake nearly everyone makes. Money is the McMansion in Sarasota that starts falling apart after 10 years. Power is the old stone building that stands for centuries. I cannot respect someone who doesn't see the difference. Watching all of this and looking over there and 
him getting impeached, and then they didn't vote him out. I just had to, you know. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I can say. You got equipment problems. <laughs> <laughs> so what can we expect in, in this new season of the Alpha Show? Well, Dennis, the the at the top of the list, it's you know we have to basically attack these Republicans. This isn't just going away if we get rid of Donald Trump. We must make each and every Republican pay for what they've done to this country. We must brand them as traitors. We must brand them as Russian assets because each and every one of them knew, especially Mitch McConnell, Tom Cotton, all of Cornyn, all of them, they knew what Vladimir Putin was doing. Didn't eight of them go to Moscow on the 4th of July last year? And correct me if I'm wrong, Trump is talking to Putin every other week or something. This is Vladimir. He's getting his marching directions from Vladimir Putin, period. Vladimir Putin has basically talked him into dismantling and destroying the strongest democracy around the world. And don't get me wrong, this is a democracy. It's not for black folks. We are nowhere uh, in this democracy where we are included or there are good things planned for us. This is a democracy for white supremacy and white power, period. And if we don't stand up with other people of all races, we're done. We're, this country is done. Democracy is done. Malcolm Nance has three books. He started writing this in 2015, I believe. All three books tell you exactly what has happened. You pointed out Dark Towers, Deutsche Bank. What are we going to do as retaliation, as punishment? You know, people want to talk about coming together afterwards, kumbaya. That's fine. That's fine. It's a a clip from one of the movies that I love. And he said, Michael, do you have to kill everybody? He said, no, Tom, I just have to kill my enemies. And that's who they are. They are the enemies of the people. The same thing Donald Trump tried to project to normal Americans. They are the enemy of the people. And now they're coming to kill your children. If you don't go back to school, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna send you this money. Thing is a threat. Everything is an either or. Everything is we will defund you. One of the things that I holding you hostage. 
holding you hostage. And I'm like this. You heard Mitch McConnell said these states should go bankrupt. Fine. Let New York, let San Francisco, let California, let them all go bankrupt. Let California go bankrupt. Oh, what? They're only the largest state in the country. What about New York? Do you think you will be able to get the tax revenue to operate a government out of Nebraska, Kansas, out of North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana? These are the welfare states. Mississippi takes, for every dollar they give, the federal government gives back $2.19. And you can go down the line and down the line of the first 18 to 20 states, all of them red except for two, you will find that they take more than they give. So if you allow these states with these big cities to go bankrupt, what are you going to do for revenue? What are you going to do for revenue to operate the country? And that's basically what I'm saying. Let's cut everybody down to you get what you give. If you give a dollar, you get a dollar. That'll cut Mississippi by 119%. That'll cut Kentucky by 69%. All of these red states will take a cut in the amount of money that they get from the federal government. If they were willing to allow it, they should be willing to accept it. See, this isn't about a problem. This is about correcting the problem and making sure this never happens again. And if you basically let them know, as soon as we get power, we're going to go dollar for dollar in tax revenue and listen to them squeal. Well, one of the things I've always enjoyed about you is that you have, as a host, you have been very clear about focusing with a steel eye to what's happening on the federal and state level. You know all the governors, you know all the, the houses, legislative houses, you know all these people and you keep your audience informed about how those particular dots are connected. And you don't, you know, but but you and I have always had the back and forth about independent politics. (coughs) And to a certain extent, that's why we can brand your show as... um, the the black working people's uh, party with common sense politics with some high grit thrown in. So, well, uh, uh, talk. Uh, let's discuss uh, what you think are the most pressing things going into uh, this election because 
um, I know that the the party issues and the way in which you believe the Democratic Party, I call them Tweedly D, and the Republican Party, and I call them Tweedly Dumb, um, are 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 responding to the party establishment. Are responding to what we are seeing in the dismantling of our government and how it trickles it's trickling down uh to state government it's trickling down in the state legislatures in the way in which they are uh proposing new regulations changing old regulations etc so talk to us a little bit about why you think party politics are so important well, the two-party system. The two-party system is the only system. You got the Green Party. You got you got all kind of parties out there that basically are, mean nothing. They do nothing. The Glenn Greenwalls of the world, uh, and uh, and his cohorts that you know that they run with. Um, He's doing nothing. You've got a, a, a system where either you become one of the parties that you despise for the simple task of grabbing them by the neck and dragging them to the left. They want to. This is why they are so. Uh, Hungry to kill off AOC because she's not having it. She's basically, if you're not for the uh, Green New Deal, if you're not for all of that, this pandemic basically is the lost war against the insurance, health insurance company. This is the greatest the greatest example of why we need health care for all, Medicare for all. Look at how many, you think about it. People who have suffered through the uh, pandemic and caught the virus and gone through the intensive care, the, 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 all, all of the units that it took to keep them alive, Think about that hospital bill mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where the and and and, yeah. and 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 today in the Atlantic magazine there was a very important article I think by a guy by the name of Ed Young who has been reporting on the pandemic for the Atlantic and he was talking about a whole group of people who have been infected by COVID nineteen called long haulers. <laughs> And those are people who are not necessarily what we think of as infected, very sick people, but they have the the, the virus, and it has made them sick for months, four and five months. And they're calling them the long haulers because those are the people where they have to go to the doctor and to the hospital over and over and over. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think about the bill. 
think about the bill. And if you think about the bill, you have no other choice but to render the verdict that they will never be whole. They will never have the opportunity to dream again because their dream is being sucked into the black hole of healthcare debt. Medical debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Medical debt. Now, if you allow these states to go bankrupt, and I'm kind of pulling for that, Janice. Do you know why? Because these states will only realize their way out by allowing it to happen. And their way out is to form their own state bank. And that mm-hmm. state mm-hmm. forming the state bank. You know, it's really interesting because remember when Ellen Brown was on Our Common Ground, and I know that was a show that you were, uh, that you listened to, and some of you might remember, and that was six years ago when Ellen Brown uh, was proposing that the most efficient and equitable way of for banking institutions would be the state bank. I mean, she was essentially her book, um, the, um, I can't think of the name of her book right now. I'll think of it shortly and I'll post it in the chat room. Um, her book was, her second book, uh, when she was on the show, um, was, um, the Public Bank Solution from Austerity to... No, the first book was Web of Debt, The t- Shocking Truth Web About right. Our Money System and How We Can Break Free. And then the second book after that, which was about a year or two after, was The Public Bank Solution from Austerity to Prosperity. Right. I, and, that, and you think about it. The only reason that there's only one state in the nation that has a state bank, which is North Dakota, and they're the only sovereign state, and I say sovereign state because they're the only state that has millions, if not billions, banked. California Mm -hmm. was $27 billion in debt. They didn't go to a state bank. What they did was they threw out the Republicans, and they don't control any part of the state. And the Democrats, under uh, Jerry Brown as governor, they raised taxes on the wealthy. And they were able to pull that that state from a $27 billion debt. Now it's uh, millions in the black. I mean millions in the black. It's very it's a very successful state financially. So you could either you can either tax the wealthy or you can bank your own money with a state bank and turn it into fractional banking. And that, you know, for for those who don't Know about it or understand about it? Just, just Google Ellen Brown, 
like you said, she has two books out on the subject, and uh, they're crystal clear for and a newsletter. By the way, you can subscribe to her newsletter. Um, um, I, I had the pleasure of talking with Ellen about maybe about a year and a half ago, um, just to check in and see how she was doing. She was she was checking in with me, and I wasn't on the air. But let me ask you a question. As much as we complain, as much as much confusion and misadventures we are involved in as black people, one of the things that concerns me is that if we are not demanding that Joe Biden and the Kamala Harris train contain some of things like changes to Obamacare to health care for all, really health care, truly authentic health care for all, and uh, to get the financial institutions and the banks lobby out of the way or rejected, what then? Well, the key word there is lobby, because they're going to spend billions to stop it, because it's not in their interest. That's like um, insurance companies. They're spending billions to stop Medicare for all. It puts them out of business. It puts them out of business, and and you truly get a chance to see how um, nefarious, Insurance companies are, and the insidiousness of their pricing, pharmaceutical drugs, and the whole nine yards. It doesn't have to be like this. Yep. It doesn't you know, have to uh, be like this. We, we somehow, um, we marginalized some people because they're not saying exactly what we think they ought to be saying at the time they ought to be saying it. But it was Gwen Eiffel who just banged the drum about state banks, predatory lending, and the lobby of Congress on issues having to do with the uh, the way in which the the Federal Reserve Bank supported the existing uh, banking system in in this country. But we didn't want to hear what Gwen Eiffel said because she didn't, you know, wear, I don't know, she wasn't Rastafarian or whatever. But, (laughs) you know, that just came up. But uh, um, how do we begin to... Expose these people if the people who in are in place, like um, um, the woman you just mentioned, the represent the the, the the New York representative you just mentioned, Ocasio Alexander Ocasio, um, and Ayanna Presley, and Ilhan Omar, that whole new generation of congressional representatives in the House because 
we've got Nancy Pelosi, who has been attempting very quietly and under the radar to marginalize them so that the Democratic establishment is able to maintain their control over the quote-unquote party. How do you begin to do that? Well, Nancy is a Nancy is a problem, and I blame Nancy for Trump. And when I say I blame Nancy for Trump, I blame Nancy for Trump, and I blame Obama because he was basically telling her to let's look forward and not backwards instead of prosecuting uh, Bush and Cheney and that crowd and sending them to the Hague, sending their cases to the Hague for war crimes. You see, if we don't, if we don't prosecute the people as such, and that includes especially Donald Trump, it's going to happen again. And I so say it's going to happen. Essentially, again. you're saying. If there are no consequences, somebody will step into the shoes. The, the the Democrats will just step into the shoes of the Trump White House. Are you saying that? Well, not step into the shoes of the Trump White House. I'm going to say it like this: Democrats don't have that don't have that narcissistic view of of, of power Oh they want power They definitely want power But they're not willing To go that far So you have to To do what Trump is doing You have to have the ability To lie indiscriminately That's what he's done That's exactly what he's done And that's exactly what he will well, continue Alpha, to do I mean Bill Clinton lied to us Barack Obama lied to us, uh, but I think what you're you're saying that the way in which they operated, they operated within it within the system that they affirmed, but didn't work for anybody else, but people like them. Is that what you're saying? Basically, yes. Mute me, Janice. Okay, we're going to mute uh, Alpha for a minute here, go to a break, and when we come back with Alpha, our number is 347-838-9852. And just a note, Kamala Harris is now doing her acceptance speak of the nomination of the Democratic um, Party for vice, Vice President. And I'm going to talk a little about that because I don't think Vice President makes much. I, 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 I'm I not sure. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Our number is 347-838-9852. You're listening to the final episode of M. Kutano Wednesday Night Open Mic at Our Common Ground. Transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. Every 10 years, the census comes along, and it seems like everyone I know always asks the same two questions. 
What is the census and why does it even matter? Let me give it to you straight. The census counts every single person living in America. An accurate count of our community tells us where there are more people. And where there are more people, there are more needs. Our participation could impact how public funding flows to our schools, health clinics, senior care, job training, and housing. It even determines our congressional representation. I don't know about you, but it sure sounds like the census matters to me. This year, take a little time for the 2020 census. You can complete it online, by phone, or by mail, and make sure you count everybody you live with. Your mama, daddy, sweethearts, babies, roommates, everyone. This chance only comes every 10 years, so let's step up and be counted. Shape your future. Start here. Learn more at 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. Because our society is only as strong as all its individuals, the United Negro College Fund has helped educate thousands of doctors and researchers, but we need more. Thousands of architects and engineers, but we need more. Thousands of teachers and biologists, but we need more. And when disease, injustice, pollution, poverty, and countless other problems threaten to pull us apart, we had better educate every single person who has the potential to solve our problems. And to educate more people, we need more of your help. Give to the United Negro College Fund. With so much at stake, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. We now live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments destroy freedom, the press destroys information, religion destroys morals, our banks destroy the economy, the inability to defend on all of these fronts, be it voter suppression, and you can go down the line. You can go down the line. The Wizard of Oz is 70 years old. Today, if Dorothy were to encounter men with no brains, no heart, and no balls, she wouldn't be in Oz. She'd be in Congress. <laughs> Advanced Urban Progressive Political Talk Radio. <laughs> one, two, one. He's back, and your Wednesdays just got served. The Alpha Show on TruthWorks Network, premiering August 26th. Alpha's back and ready for the struggle. It's on The Alpha Show, August 26th. Your Wednesdays, Alpha serving hot grips with politics. Wednesdays, 10 p.m. The Alpha Show, TruthWorks Network, 10 p.m. Hosting the best of pushback talk radio. There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world 
in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What we see before our eyes, the sky is green and the grass is blue. But one thing you can't deny, these people are, these people are sabotaging this country. On TruthWorks Network, the best of political pushback. Go for it, Alpha. The Alpha Show. And that's the kind of energy that you can get at the Alpha Show. And we are so I have been I have been waiting for this opportunity to open up the Alpha Show for another season. And um I think that you are going to Love it if you are new to TruthWorks Network and Our Common Ground. And Alpha is with us, has joined me tonight to talk about what's coming up on the Alpha show. But we all know how Alpha rolls because that, that is how he does it. Alpha, uh, before we went on break, and I know you don't know anything about breaks. <laughs> no, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, from the very beginning at uh, the Alpha Show, I have been trying to train you to take a break. People have to go to the bathroom. People have to get some more bourbon or uh, get some water or stretch their legs or whatever. But uh, we will continue with that struggle. <laughs> Aluta continuum. <laughs> but I am so glad, Alpha, that you are joining us once again, you had what uh eight seasons, nine seasons, something like that, and it um it drug on and on and on, and it began Janice it began to be a a repetitious we are screaming in the valley, and we're talking to ourselves, and these are these aren't you know wild, crazy ideas. These are the, the, the clips that you're playing from back then are just as germane today as <laughs> the sky is blue. Yeah, but one of the it things always, you always said on your show, Alpha, is that the truth must be spoken more than once. And that's the problem. We don't speak the truth. We say it, and then we go home. Everybody puts their head down and turns around and walks away. Well, but you know, I, I have some hope. My 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 pitch line is transforming truth to power, which means that people have to do something. You just can't know the truth. You have to do something. You have to extrapolate from the truth. A plan. So that's why we well, say at our common ground 
transforming truth to power one broadcast at a time. And I think you underestimate. I think you underestimate when people listen to the Alpha show. I think you have ignited an interest in American politics that a lot of people did not have. Well, let me put it like this, Janice. First of all, ain't nobody talking about you. You are, you are, you are, you are the uh, exception. You are the exception to the rule, and I say that, and I say that very meaningful, because you have this, you have this approach to radio, and you've been doing it a long time. I'm the last person that's gonna come in and say, do it like this. I do what I do because that's the way I do it. And the way every I'm not everybody. And the way everybody does what they do, it do what it do. And it, it's like this is not to me this is not rocket science. You see somebody on television or you hear what they have to say or you read an article and <laughs> If it if it don't meet the smell test, if it don't, you know, if what the hell? I don't think this is hard. I think at some point uh, we have to uh, throw all caution to the wind. For what we are in right now, this is the. I would say this is the sum this is the sum product of a true authoritarian. He's basically dismantling this government piece by piece. And he's knocking on the door of self destruct. The self destruct button is on the other side of the door and he's right outside the door, pounding on it. And if he breaks through we're done. You think this country is bad for black folks? And I don't care. I don't care what you have done in your life. I don't care who you know. I don't care what you know. The only black people that are going to be safe are those who are willing to kowtow under Donald Trump. The Kanye West. And all of the people of that ilk, you know, this isn't rocket science. You either stand up or he'll run you down. With, with nonsense, that's, a, that's the killing part about it. He's not a smart man. He's intellectually, he's not a smart man. And anytime I can beat you out, you know you ain't a smart man. And that's that's the bottom line. Well, part of the problem part of the problem is that they're not trying to be smart. I mean, the Stephen Millers and the Stephen Bannons, and if people think Stephen Bannon went away, uh, don't be fooled. Um, right. And you, you you've got people like Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh essentially converted himself in the uh, mid-80s because he recognized that he could make a lot of money and have a huge audience by 
being an ultra-conservative. And then over the years, after he was rich from it, he just became so vile that he is um, he is just beyond himself uh, in his vileness. And um, I'm, I'm not even going to engage in what's going on in the chat room right now. Because anything, anything is better than what we got right now. Well, those are the people who just don't, they don't understand what the, what the bottom line is. The bottom line is getting rid of this clown that's in the White House now. He's not for anyone. Did you see his brother died? He was golfing. And this is after he went to visit his brother. And he was my best friend. Is that how he put it? He's yeah, a liar. He, he, no, he had no best friend. Even his children aren't his best friend. I mean, one of and the you, things, and one of the things is that, and I have worked for a number of people that I can call by name, but I won't call them by name. Um, who are were powerful corporate powerhouses um, who have the same sense that this president has, and that is if a lie will fix it, that's how you fix it. And when you have caught? To throw everybody under the bus, everybody goes and, under the bus. And when you get caught? You just keep lying, and when they <laughs> insist, and when they insist, you start a verbal fight with them, or you fire them. Well, you know, I'm speaking of uh, reporters and people and such. You know, that is the true authoritarian response. And if you were in Russia, you kill them. And to that he goes. Well, America's killing a lot of people, too. Mm -hmm. Or or imprison them and beat the hell out of them. Imprison every day. Well, we'll beat the the rebellion out of them. I disabled them so they have no other energy to resist. That's how it works. So, Alpha, you know, what do we expect in the, in the first month? In the first month I know you're going gonna to be dealing with the Democrats on one side and the Republicans on the other side because... Well, well they, they're both on the same side. And like I've always said, the Republicans are offering nothing. They're willing to give you... you get you got $600 a month coming in. And I guess your state unemployment. So you're able to make ends meet. So now when that run out, runs out and all this president has done was promoted the virus and made sure the virus was worse by telling all of these red states to open up, twisting the arms of these stupid governors to open up. And in a month's time, the pandemic is basically burst into a wildfire that you can no longer control. 
do you think the first thing that's going to happen with um, the Biden administration, he's going to use uh, the DD, what is it, the Defense Protection Act? Did you Act? say Biden administration? The Biden administration. Yeah. I'm saying the We're first, have a Biden the first thing. Yeah. The you Biden so. administration. I got, let me put it like this. I didn't bet two people that I consider total suckers. I didn't bet them a total of three thousand dollars that that uh, Donald Trump will not win this election. So that's that's where I stand. The Biden administration will implement uh, DPA on things like testing. On things like PPE, he will basically turn this into a federal response. You know, Ebola came to the shores of the United States, and Ebola is just as as far as a, a disease, a pandemic. It was sweeping through Africa, and but for the uh, assistance from people in the United States, Ebola would have swept through Africa and it would have mounted to this pandemic, this coronal's COVID-19. It would have gotten that big. They did what they were supposed to do. And when it came to the shores of America, Obama, they did what they were supposed to do. And how many people died? Two or three? And they were flown over here from Africa. So it's not like Trump did not know this was coming. It's not like he could not have foreseen this. And he likes to speak in stupid grade school talk. Nobody could have ever seen this. This has never happened. Nobody this, nobody. You know, as they say, he was just not up to the job. This was not a game show that he could basically use the same tactics with. And what you got, 170,000 dead. And I, I tell you, I predict that there will be 300,000 dead by Election Day. And I hope, well, yeah, I hope let me, I'm wrong. Let me, let me, let me um, say this. Two things uh uh, to highlight what you're what you're pointing out, um, there was a report from Israel on I think Thursday of last week, which indicated that the Trump administration had sent a memorandum of advisory to the Israeli government in regard to the COVID. 19 pandemic Um, The other is That Fauci And Trump Back in March Was projecting 100 to 200 Thousand Cases And now here we are In August And they're talking about 100,000 to 200,000 deaths. 
Well, we got 5 million cases. We got over 5 million cases. It's heading rapidly toward 6 million. And see, that's true. You have to look no further than that. His his um, his early response to the nation is one person coming in from China it will magically disappear. It'll all be better in April or Easter or whatever. You know, it is so. There are over a hundred and seventy thousand people dead. And I guarantee you that over 150,000 did not have to die. And the American, that must be spoken more than once. You must yeah, beat that hold, into hold, the mindset. Hold on, Alpha. I want to I, I premiere for people what they can expect in regard to issues like this on the Alpha show. What you see before our eyes. The sky is green and the grass is blue. But one thing you can't deny, these people are sabotaging this country. Nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream. Drilling down, just damn. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. This is Alpha, hosting the best of pushback talk radio. The Alpha Show. He's back. The Alpha Show, August 26th, Wednesday, 10 p.m. The Alpha Show, only at TruthWorks Network. Each Wednesday, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. So, folks, that's what the kind of input without, I mean, we could call the Alpha Show. You know, Alpha. Maybe we 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 uh, ought to rename your show to Straight No Chaser. No, I don't drink. We need we need to. And I don't do that no more either. I don't do that. I, let me see it like this. My age is caught up with me. Everything is caught up with me. I don't run too fast anymore either. I don't smoke no more. I don't drink. I've never drank, but it, it's a it's a um, it's a thing where I can't say older and wise. I can just say older. I, I have to just say older because uh, but, that's what it is. But here's the real question: India declared, "I want to know: Can you still run behind the Wonder Bread truck?" No, no, that's, that 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 day that day's long gone. A, there are no more Wonder Bread trucks. Them bastards, them bastards fell to the um, to the um, technique of uh, buy the company, sell off the assets, and expect the employees to take the pay cuts and to make the adjustments. If they Are want you to telling me people job. can't buy Wonder Bread anymore? I can tell you people can buy Wonder Bread, but I wouldn't. <laughs> you, can, you can buy beef. But steak, wait a minute. You don't, don't you get a retirement check from Wonder Bread? 
I sure the hell do. That's from the that's from the uh that's from the union. That's from seven thirty four. That's from my local yeah, that's from my local union. Alpha, one of the things that I, I loved about your show is that you could talk you could talk plainly to black people about your union days and what a union means in the world of black workers. Well, they made the unions do it. Damn fools. I don't know what they were thinking about. I was the last person in the world. Let me put it like this. You had to go to a union meeting, uh, at least three of them. And I went there, and on my third union meeting, the guy who was the business agent, he came up to me and a and another brother who I'd taken down there with me. And um, his nose was as red as Rudolph's. He was as drunk, two sheets to the wind drunk. And he looked at the guy that I brought with me, and he said, you're going to make a good union steward, Dwayne. <laughs> and he shook his hand. Janice, the guy, looked over at me. Snatched his hand from him and said, oh, hell no. And and, start, and tried to walk off. And tried to walk off. And, and the children's part about it, I could not stop him from taking that from taking that story back to the bakery and telling all the guys. And we just laughed and laughed because the business agent, he was an alcoholic. And that basically summed up what unions were and they were just a network of good old boys. They weren't serious and they I was like they were watching me. They were watching me real close. Real close because without a law degree I did have some type of legal background and they wouldn't they didn't dare just do things. You know, just all willy nilly. Did they? Did they say here uh, when you when you came in the meeting? They, could they could they say here come the judge? Here come the judge? No, no, they could. Hey, I don't think judge was the word they used. <laughs> <laughs> Our number is three four seven eight three eight nine eight five two. We're talking with. Alpha, his real name, Dwayne. <laughs> every time, Alpha, every time I see that commercial on TV where the the woman, the insurance lady the calls the Bigfoot and says, and says Bigfoot, and he says, what would you call me? And she said, I called you Bigfoot. And, and she would say, and he would say, my name is Dwayne. <laughs> So everybody can call 347-838-9852 and call Alpha Alpha, and he can say, my name is Dwayne. <laughs> I tried to tell Alpha, Alpha tells Dennis? best jokes. Alpha remembers the punchline. Bigfoot's um, name is Daryl. Oh, Daryl. I thought he said <laughs> Dwayne. 
that have not, I repeat, have not been wrong about anything that's happening. Well, I feel that way about um, um, Sarah Kensinger's Zor's um, flying over um, country and hiding in in plain sight. Uh, I did did buy that book, uh, Hiding in Plain Sight, on uh, the audio, and I can't deal with that. I, I I want a book where I can go back four pages and read read something again and then go back. Uh, but what do you expect uh, that's going to come from um, this Democratic National Convention? How is it going to be set? Uh, the outcome. How is it going to be set in the la- political landscape? Let me put it like this. We have um, talent. We have celebrities. We have beautiful women. Uh, Eva Longoria, uh, Ella, Ella Louise Ross, uh, and um, Washington, who, who hosted today. And um, for an old man, to me, that was all I needed. <laughs> that was all I needed to see. You're wrong. <laughs> I know. I'm a, I know. They were, that's a wrestling nickname. And uh, all of these speeches and all of this talk, I think, has been very well done in this environment that we're in. And it it speaks to it speaks to the people in America. Now, Donald Trump, he's got the my pillow guy. He's got his sons, Eric and Don Jr. Wait a minute. I'm glad you mentioned the my pillow guy. Did he deliver the mask? He got the contract. Did he, Did he deliver? I I read where a couple of months ago, maybe about two two and a half months ago, that he hadn't delivered the mask that he was contracted to deliver. But anyway, well, go ahead. I, I heard that. I heard the other day that. Uh, What's the boy's name on CNN? Um, Van Jones? No, 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 no. One of the hosts, one of the show hosts. Well, Van Jones the is one, a show host on CNN. Van Jones. Cuomo? No, it's, it's the other boy, pa- the gay guy. Taper? Not Cap- the, J- not, Jake Taper? Jake, not, not Jake Tapper. The, 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 the blonde, blonde, the blonde Anderson guy, Anderson Cooper, Anderson, Anderson Cooper, Cooper. uh huh, Anderson Cooper basically snuck behind him on Zoom and pulled his pants down because the my pillow guy is uh is being sued for, and I can't remember exactly what it's for, and he has yet to he has lost the judgment. And he is yet to fulfill the judgment. And when Anderson Cooper brought it up to him, he just lost it. He just went into hyper uh, attack, attack uh, Anderson Cooper and CNN for being fake news. So he's got some problems, but they have all of the bullies. That's who they got. They have. It's not that they got talent. 
And I suspect by now Kanye West is going to speak. So you better beware. Uh, it, it, It just... I don't see how they can match it. And I don't see how they can... You cannot match uh, your convention by telling you what the other people are, what the other side is, and when and fear mongering and and they're going to do this well, to you. In a in and a way, Alpha, right. wait a minute. In a way, that's what the Democrats have been doing over the last three nights. Well, he has a record. What did Michelle Obama say the other night? She said, if you think it can't get worse, it can, and it is what it is. Well, he was throwing. They've been doing everybody. It is what it is is what he said about the 170,000 dead Americans because of his mishandling of the virus. When he had nothing else to say, he said, it is what it is. Yeah, I got a blind eye on this because I don't watch CNN. (laughs) Well, I don't watch CNN. I don't watch CNN either. I read this. This is one of the stories that I read on the, the, um, what was it, Raw Story, that website, or Crooks and Liars, or one of them. But uh, he and they had the tape of him, and they basically scorched him. And this is their problem. Well, all of it. Don't you agree that all of the political conventions? I mean, um, the last uh, Democratic uh, convention that I went to, and I was there as a professional expert or something. It was. I'm. I'm looking around in the Boston Garden or the TD Garden. It is now, and I'm looking around and saying, "What the hell? Who comes to this crap?" I mean, it was just total whatever. And so well, was the Republican National Convention. Like these people well, have nothing else to do. Well, that's they, they're doing what they do, and that's politics. And, and I want to make a correct correction because I I've seen a lot of posts on Facebook and 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 um, the other things Instagram and Twitter that what I can never get her right her name right Ocasio Alexandria Ocasio Cortez I only know her name because she's pretty all right <laughs> oh okay. That it was procedural what she was doing because uh, Bernie Sanders had gotten so many uh, delegates that he he was eligible for a nomination. And they had to do the tally of the two candidates that were eligible for nomination. And she was just doing something procedural. And that is somebody had to nominate him. And right. she was and, the best person to do it. And you know, it's do? not, you know, and then the media tried to make it out as though she, right. was, she was throwing shade on the on the Democratic establishment. She was not. It was her job shade. to make this nomination. So shade. anyway, I just want to throw that out. 
Well, you're right, but you're right, because that's what they do. And I don't mm-hmm. know what these youngsters Again, if I got 12 grandchildren, and they're all into, they know the lingo. They use terms like shade and so you don't want no smoke here and all that. And I ask them, I said, what is that? And they have to, they have to explain it to the old man. So you know, it's even my children don't know. My daughter may know every now and then, and she's um, I don't even remember how old my daughter is. He's forty six. She's about to be forty seven. But my oldest son is 52, and my youngest son is 50. And it's like, am I in a time warp? I have uh, nephews who who are into physical fitness, and he runs he runs to the uh, forest preserve. Then he runs down to my house so he can talk, so we can sit up and talk. And, you know, cool him off so we sit here and talk and then he leaves and he goes back and runs back the other way. And I say to myself, it must be nice that youth is to have all of that energy. Because I'd have called the Uber in a minute and said, <laughs> But okay, Alpha, let's talk um about down balloting. Uh, here in Florida, a proud boy representative, a voice for proud boy, won in in the district where I live, won the Republican primary against um, Lois Frankel who's been a political character in this part of Florida for a long time. I Even when I lived here before, Lois Frankel was running the corporate money in the Democratic Party. She was the money, she was the money messenger, or she was the, they, they put her in charge of deciding where all the money would come from the big law firms and developers, what candidates would get preference, blah, blah, blah. So now so she's running she for her. I, we don't know. I was reading it, and Roger Stone and some other people of the Trump cult were all at her victory party last night. Uh, it, it's it's troubling. I mean, that's an example of the troubling times that we we are in politically. And I just think that one of the things that we can't afford is a misstep. Because it only, you know, it only puts us in a place where it's almost like bringing the the the, um, the ceiling down, lowering the ceiling. That sounds like a Roger Stone move. You send the the worst people 
from the other party, the most despised people from the other party, and you begin, you start these rumors about who supported her, who propped her up, the whole nine yards. And that's how you divide their uh, constituency, because they'll fall for it every minute. Well, it takes nothing to them to fall from that. It's 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 very scary, and I'm sure we've got, you know, we've got to worry about. You know, I'm sitting here, Alpha, in the political reality, and thinking to myself, damn, I got to worry about what's that boy down there in uh, ran uh, uh, beat Jeff Sessions in the Senate. Uh, no, he's not in the uh, Senate anymore. No, I'm talking about. Uh, Bob in the runoff when Jeff Sessions became the AG, there was a runoff. What's that guy's that Democrat guy's name? Doug Jones. Bob. Doug Jones. Billy Bob or something. Like <laughs> I want to say Billy Bob. You know. Oh I'm no, it was, Doug, it was Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Yeah, I, Billy Bob, Doug Jones. What the hell is the difference? <laughs> And the only reason the only reason he didn't lose was because the Republicans had a pedophile running. The former judge, the former you can't do Yeah, the, Trump, the UK Trump's judge. candidate. Well he wasn't Trump's candidate. He was he was Trump's uh who Trump had to settle for because he beat Trump's candidate. He's oh, okay. the boy in the, mm-hmm. on the horse who rode, who rode his horse into town after the to to vote, and he and when he got his ass kicked, the meme was "f you" and the horse you rode in here on. <laughs> this is what you're gonna love about the Alpha the Alpha show. Alpha knows this kind of stuff. I, I that stuff would have passed right by me and Billy Bob and his horse and and the whole meme would have passed right by me. Yeah, he's a um, he's a judge and I I just can't remember you know, he all I know is he was on this His horse. name was Roy Roy Rogers or Roy, Roy something Roy Moore like that. His name was Roy Moore. Roy, Roy Moore. Roy Moore. And Roy Moore yeah. Was a was a uh, sitting judge, and he got kicked off of the bench because he was. They told him not to do this and to do that, and he's going to fire him and do it anyway. So he got kicked off the bench. So here, Janice, he rode in on his horse, and that's. It looked like it looked like a boy in a in a uh, polo shirt that was too small. The horse was too small for him to be on. His legs was down there touching the ground. And he he come in galloping on his horse. The horse was stressed like a mother. You can see the stress <laughs> on the horse's face. Get this big mother off of me. And that's all the horse looked like. That was the expression on the horse's face. And he's riding in the boat with his cowboy hat on. And, you know, after a while... You have to begin to believe that there's something wrong with these people. Very, very wrong. Let's let's talk about what you're going to be looking at in terms of the leadership, the leadership in the House, the leadership in the Senate. Uh, 
I'm I'm very concerned about them pulling Kamala Harris out of the house, and then they're talking about pulling um, Elizabeth Warren out of the house. They're talking about pulling Cory Booker out of the house. And I think that the assumption is that they're going to take the Senate back. Uh, I'm hoping that Newsom, I'm I'm really hoping that Newsom will send Katie Porter to the Senate. Right. Right. And see, he's got all kind of choices. He can send Adam Schiff. He can send there there are quite a few reputable Democrats who are in office now we could elevate to that Senate seat if if uh, with Kamala Harris's Senate seat. And you see, uh, Elizabeth Warren, there'll be a Democrat uh, appointed to that seat, even though there's a Republican governor. Well, I don't know. Uh, let's talk about that for a minute. Charlie Baker, who I have known for seems like a hundred years when he was at Blue Cross Blue Shield, uh, Charlie Baker is a little bit shaky when it comes to the Republican Governors Association. Republican Governors Association has a huge stronghold in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So I, I, I think that's a bad calculation that he will send a Democrat to the Senate. He will be done with the Republican Party in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts if he does that. Well, the national, uh, the, the the national Republican National Com- uh, Committee, he be done. He's done with them anyway. Right. Uh, to well, a certain extent. To a get? certain extent, Alpha. You're giving him too much credit. He's going to put a Give Democrat in the I want Elizabeth Warren Secretary of uh, Treasury, the money. I want Elizabeth Warren in that in that uh, secretary's spot. I don't. I have no uh, reservations that she will be confirmed. Not one Republican will vote for her. But at this point, they don't have the majority anyway. And see, the one thing about this election, it's up to Democrats. You go in, you kill the filibuster. And I say that, and I say that very with, with utmost confidence, that in killing the filibuster, you will be able to implement the things that you need to implement. And one of the things that... Uh, I hear them talk about the post office is losing money. It's losing money. And I've not heard one Democrat bring up H.R. 6407, the Postal Accountability Enhancement Act. And that's what's crippling the post office. They have to start every year. There's no – but but, but one of the things that – the basics about the the post office is this: the U.S. Postal Service was not says, organized as a profit agency. 
There is no profit agency in the entire federal government. No agency is required to turn a profit. The other is that the U.S. Postal Service is a service to the American people. We pay for it in our tax dollars, and it is edict by the Constitution. They they don't they don't get any of our tax money. They operate on what they raise through stamps and what I they raise correct. through You're right. Through mm-hmm. um through uh uh fees that you they charge for shipping. They don't use government taxes. But if you put a five point five billion dollar bill on them since 2006 they're going to lose money well the other other part of it is that people really have to have a basic understanding is that unlike any other federal agency in the entire federal government the U.S. Postal Service because it was George it was a Republican Reagan and both Bush's wet dream to privatize the U.S. Postal Service and to cripple it, what they did was require them to fund from the profits that they were making 76 years of retirement for every Postal Service employee. So they have to maintain a fund. Now, here's here's the thing, and Alpha, you can talk further about this. The Senate and the House Republicans have been dipping into that fund. That's right. That's right. This is five point five billion since two thousand and six. Well, actually, two thousand and seven. Since 2007, that's 13 years of five and a half billion dollars that has been accumulated into this fund. Now, yeah. what if the post office have access to that money, and they are no longer a money losing venture, and the 91% approval rating that they have will continue? I have no doubt that. What this guy DeJoy is doing is going to end November, uh, January 20th. And it's going to well, probably we, end before then. They're making him roll it back. Well, he said he's agreed to stop it, which is. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow is the hearing. And I got my popcorn um, and my lemonade. And what else? Oh, I need um, Hershey uh, almond bars. But. Alpha, um, with that hearing tomorrow, we'll, we'll see exactly how how they're going to handle it. Because one of the things is that that the House essentially can fire the Board of Governors. Well, the that, Inspector that, General, the Inspector General of the U.S. Postal Service, will be testifying tomorrow on an investigative report that they're involved in, and Louis DeJoy might show up. And if he shows up, he better be ready because Katie Porter is waiting for his ass. Alpha, I got to go. 
but I want people to uh, get a flavor for uh, one more flavor of what they can expect uh, on the Alpha Show. And now, like I said, they want to fight slingshots and throw arrows. And they are throwing them at the tanks. He needs to learn how to be an American. Just damn. And here's Alpo. Yeah, it's going to be on for real, because here's Alpho. Alpho, um, I want to wish you well in your new season. Happy to give you Wednesday night. Um, well, thank you, Janice. And, and hope that you will enjoy it as much as you have always enjoyed it. I know that I have enjoyed it. And we'll see you next next Wednesday night uh, at TruthWorks. Now, folks, be clear. The Alpha Show broadcasts from TruthWorks Network, and we want you to go out, let people know. Um, the Alpha Show has its own Facebook page, and um, the TruthWorks Network has its own Facebook page. The Alpha Show has its own website. TruthWorks Network has its own website. And I haven't been able to figure out how to bring all this stuff together, so it is, as they say, it is what it is. But we want you to support Alpha. I'm going to be... doing some of the branding and marketing of the Alpha Show over the next week. Would you please pass it on? TruthWorks Network is here at Blog Talk Radio. We're not, we're never going to, we're going to always be on Blog Talk Radio. And I'll tell you why. Five minutes. See, Alpha, you, you got an equipment problem. I can hear you messing around. Um, oh, I'm about to hang up on your butt. <laughs> you can't hang up. We're not finished. Um, Blog Talk Radio. At Blog Talk Radio, you can go to this broadcast five minutes after we end this broadcast and listen to the uh, on demand episode. The other is, for instance, like Saturday night when Dr. James Taylor was bringing us all that history, I can get a transcript, a written transcript, a text transcript, because that was some some cold-hearted history for show enough on Saturday night, and we're hoping that we can um, share uh, the history. Can you imagine having that much history in your head? Oh my God, I, I, it's amazing. So, Alpha Wednesday nights, real raw right now with India Declare. Friday night, our common ground with Dr. Wilma Leon from Inside the Issues, 
and Dr. Leon's prescriptions, the author uh, and professor of political science at Howard University and the University of Maryland. He will be with me on Saturday night. We're trying to bring you what you need. I think that you will enjoy the Alpha Show. I know it's hard to enjoy our common ground with Janice Graham sometimes because uh, we're tight. Um, so blogtalkradio.com, TruthWorks, that's where you'll find Alpha on Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. And we do our broadcast at 10 p.m. because that's when serious people get down to serious thinking. They're not washing dishes. They're not doing any of that stuff. Alpha sometimes will be broadcasting and... Alpha, you're messing this up now. See, that's what I'm talking about. Join the Alpha Show. Thank you for supporting our Common Ground open night, Wednesday night, and we'll find another way of doing it. I'm Janice Graham. It's been a pleasure uh, being with you tonight and with Alpha. We now live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments destroy freedom, the press destroys information, religion destroys morality, our banks destroy the economy, the inability to defend on all of these fronts, be it voter suppression. And you can go down the line. You can go down the line. The Wizard of Oz is 70 years old. Today, if Dorothy were to encounter men with no brains, no heart, and no balls, she wouldn't be in Oz. She'd be in Congress. (laughs) Advanced Urban Progressive Political Talk Radio. He's back, and your Wednesdays just got served. The Alpha Show on TruthWorks Network, premiering August 26th. Alpha's back and ready for the struggle. It's on. The Alpha Show, August 26th. Your Wednesdays, Alpha serving hot grips with politics. Wednesdays, 10 p.m. The Alpha Show, TruthWorks Network, 10 p.m. Hosting the best of pushback talk radio. You've made your point. Have I? I hope so. Such a waste of time. He chose money over power. In this town, a mistake nearly everyone makes. Money is the McMansion in Sarasota that starts falling apart after ten years. Power is the old stone building that stands for centuries. I cannot respect someone who doesn't see the difference.
so much for being with us here at Our Common Ground. Each Saturday, 10 p.m., I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. A special thanks to our chatters in our chat room. Join us on Facebook, Tumblr, Pinterest, and our website at OurCommonGround.com. Twitter, follow at JaniceOCG. See you next week, Transforming Truth to Power. One broadcast at a time.